Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Listen to this ad. Not sure what to get your special someone this holiday. I'm tired of them opening the same old scarf or sweater? Try Eivor Williams. Trailers. Eivor Williams Trailers has been Britain's leading trailer manufacturer for over 60 years. Nothing says I'm thinking about you and your horse like <laughs> Eivor Williams Trailer. Tilt bed, beaver tail, tipper, horse box, livestock, you name it. So, if you're looking to really wow them this year and you own livestock, visit Eivor Williams. Why are Rob and I pitching a North Whalian trailer manufacturer? Well, because we just became owners of Wrexham Association Football Club, and they're our team sponsor. Imagine if your local football club was at an all-time low and struggling financially, only to be purchased by two Hollywood A-listers who you just heard. Well, that's exactly what happened at Wrexham Football Club in Wales. There's a new documentary on Disney Plus telling the story of Ryan Ryan Reynolds, Mr. Deadpool himself, and Rob McElhenney uh, buying the team and all that happened when the famous owners took over. But what is it actually like to be a fan of that club and how do they all feel about it? Well, Tim Edwards is the founder of Fearless in Devotion, the Wrexham FC podcast and fan zone. And he joins us on the line now. Tim, how are you? I'm good. Thank you very much for having me on. Um, so, what do you think of your new owners? Uh, well, they're not bad, are they? They're quite <laughs> easy on the eye. They've got deep pockets. Um, and you know, everything so far is good. They're saying and doing all the right things, and, and long may it continue, really. Well, we should point out, um, you know, obviously the, the TV show is where people can follow the story of the club and the story of the new owners, and it's currently on Disney+. Plus. There was a bit that featured in the show of uh, because the club is majority owned by the fans, it had to go to the vote of people like yourself. And you were all on a yeah. big Zoom call with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, who were clearly nervous about it. Um, but it was an overwhelming support that you guys voted these guys in. 98% of you thought this was a good idea. Yeah, I mean, it was still a relatively small number of um, supporters trust uh, members. I think it was just like 2,000 or thereabouts. So it, it was still overwhelmingly in favour of it. And it was no it was no great surprise because we've kind of been in the doldrums for, you know, 14, well, now 15 season in non-league. So it was it was kind of like a riding the final ownership. It served its purpose really well, but now it's time to move on to bigger and better things. And when an opportunity like this comes around... You can't really shoot it down because no. they, they just don't happen. And if it wasn't Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, but it was say I don't know a local businessman who had the money to transform the club, do you think the the support would have been as as overwhelming? Do you think it was it was time for the previous structure and management and players and all of that to move on anyway? Yeah, I think so. Especially the sort of management side of it, we've been treading water for for a little bit too long now. But I think if, even if it was a local businessman, if they came in and proved to have the best intentions and the right intentions for the club, then they would have been backed and they would have been supported, no doubt, because we've had a few unscrupulous owners in the past. So you know they'd have to sort of pass that fit and proper persons test and so on and so forth. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy to to sort of see where we're at at the moment, and everything's just blown up massively. Yeah, and, and in fairness to Ryan and to Rob, like they did kind of approach the the question immediately, which is 
why Wrexham? I mean, yeah. there are obviously a lot of football clubs. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, as Rob McElhenney points out, is Rob McElhenney has TV money. You'll know him from the, um, it's always only in Philadelphia, but Ryan Reynolds has movie money. He has booze money because he runs his own gin company. He has his own mobile phone company, his own cybersecurity company. Ryan Reynolds has got money that he could probably go in and buy a Premier League club. So surely you guys must have been asking yourself, why Wrexham, who are even outside the English Football League? Yeah, um, straight away we, we were initially okay. This is a strange one. Why particularly us? And then the more we thought about it, we thought, why not? Because you know, as it's been pointed out by by Spencer, one of the the, the, the former sort of directors there on the documentary, you know, we represent half a nation really. Mm. Now a lot of people from across North Wales have supported him for a while. Some have kind of fallen out with the club for for some years and have come back into into the spotlight. So once we kind of understood why they chose us and the reasons behind it obviously the, sc- the stories on the documentary for everybody to see then it became a bit more clearer and I think we were happy with that with that level of reassurance really We were watching the show last night in my house Welcome to Wrexham on Disney Plus with my myself and my missus and we were absolutely glued to it it's really good <laughs> and but she was asking me a question that I couldn't answer it was like what what's in it for them like that's one thing that yeah. I wasn't clear about. Like, obviously, they're sports fans. They're very passionate about it. It was great to see Rob McElhenney and his son up at four o'clock in the morning over in Los Angeles to see, you know, the playoff game, and it showed that he was personally motivated and, and you know, emotionally involved. But how do they make a, a profit, or like, what's in it for them financially? Can can they get richer off this? Well, I would assume so, because all of a sudden, if, if there's nothing in it, all of a sudden it, it, it becomes a bit of a, a plaything, a toy to somebody, you know? So I would imagine there's something in it for them. There, there was various figures meted around in terms of what money would come from the documentary that would pretty much almost pay for itself and then some, in terms of streaming rights in different countries and, and so on, but I'm, I can't remember what those figures were, but they're pretty pretty encouraging, nice a nice healthy earner, put it that way. So... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a strange one. Only time will tell. But, I mean, as they've gone on record before, they they know they can only take the club so far. And if it was to get to a position where they were hovering in and around a potential to get to the Premier League, then they would have to look at much more external investment because as much as, from the outside looking in, these are very rich gentlemen, we're not talking oil rich, Dubai, <laughs> no. you know, Arab, Arab Emirates rich. So that there, there are levels that they know theirs, we know ours. Yeah, and the whole thing is just utterly fascinating uh, to look at. And I mean, I do know that many football owners have said over the years that if you want to make money, don't buy a football club. If you want to lose <laughs> money, you buy a football club. But as you said, Ryan and Rob have probably looked at this in terms of business venture. And if the Disney Plus documentary allows them to maybe fund all of or most of what they're planning on doing, well, then maybe it's very little risk to them. And then they do have the opportunity to pursue the dream that, in fairness to Rob, he so eloquently spoke about his local team, the Philadelphia Eagles, who came from the doldrums of American football and then won the Super Bowl only about five years ago. And that Mm. changed his life. He literally said it was the best, one of the best days of his life. So I suppose he wants part of that. And again, it's just interesting that they looked at the world and decided that North Wales is the spot that they want to channel this energy. But but they do. Tim, it's hard for us to talk about, I suppose, the the impact of them coming on board because we don't want to give away anything to do with the documentary. Mm. We want people to tune in. So in terms of how Wrexham are doing now, we can't really talk about that. Um, (laughs) But I suppose 
is you know is it, it this because the TV show starts at a period that's a couple of years ago um, yeah. it's a bit like Drive to Survive you know it's the previous season and you know you yeah. don't want to be giving away too much but how's how's the feeling in the camp now for you as you know obviously a super fan with the podcast and all is it still optimistic are these guys still going to get a free bag of chips if they turn up in downtown Wrexham they will get free everything next time <laughs> in I mean, they're, 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 people will throw all sorts of them. But just, I mean, they've been back several times. You know, sometimes known, sometimes just off off the cuff, just landed here, and it's become almost no, normality now. So, you know, they've already got the freedom of the town. We we feel that they've got the best interests of the club, the town, and the people at at, at their hearts. Any chance of getting um, them on the podcast? And there's, I mean, the, the moves have been made, put it that way. So, um, so all we can do is keep um, pecking away and trying. Absolutely, trying, you know, let's, that'll be a hell of an let's episode. Try and have a little chat. Yeah, why yeah. not? Let's get, let's get get them on for the small man. So, yeah, that'd be great. Well, you know, obviously, the club is a character in this documentary series. Obviously, big stars like Ryan and Rob, but actually, some of the other characters in it. Wrexham itself, this, this, the city is a character in it, but the people who live there, I'm thinking of the guy who owns the pub that's right beside <laughs> the, the turf, ground. Yeah. Uh, the turf pub, yeah, and he has the little food van out the front. And it's these characters, I think, that are the most relatable part of the TV show because it gives us, we're living here in Ireland, don't know a huge amount about Wrexham, but we can certainly relate to passion. You know, Dave's yeah. Man United fan. You know, when I think of what it's like to be a Munster fan, a rugby fan, we can relate to that. And the Wrexham people are absolutely dedicated to their club. Without a doubt. I mean, it's it's been a generational thing. You know, we've kind of been up against it for many years. With I mean, you could write 10 documentaries on what's happened to, to the football club in the past. Oh. You know, it's just it's wild. But... It's. I mean, the characters are great. Wayne sums up what many of us feel. Um, we get frustrated when we lose, um, and we're elated when we win. So, yeah, lots of great people in the town. They could have picked one of thirty or forty different people for the mm. documentary. Yeah, um, well, and, look, they, and they all would have shone through in the same way. I think. Well, that's amazing to hear. And talking to you, you can hear your passion for it as well. Uh, Tim Edwards, founder of Fearless and Devotion, Wrexham AFC Pod and Fan Zone. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Uh, and also, we should say, as Rob and uh, Ryan sign off all of their TikTok videos. Up the town, Tim. Up the town. Cheers, boys. <laughs> right, all the best, Tim. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 If you haven't seen it, Disney Plus is the place to go. It's called Welcome to Wrexham. I didn't really know what to expect. I'm not a massive football fan, but man, I absolutely love this. There's four episodes up there now, so go and catch them while you can. Welcome to Wrexham. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.